With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome to 49ers in 5, your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero. Today is Monday, July 31st, 2023. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. Brock Purdy was off yesterday, and that meant more snaps for Trey Lance, Sam Darnold, and, yes, Brandon Allen. Now, all reports say that it was the best day that the offense has had so far this season, with each quarterback making their fair share of good throws. The consensus that I found is that Sam Darnold seems to have had the best day slightly over Trey Lance. After practice, however, there was a little bit of confusion about the Brock Purdy throwing schedule, and I want to let you hear it. Here's Kyle Shanahan with the question from Mike Silver. When Purdy goes two on one off, does the off day just not count in that formula? Um, no, he's supposed to take two two days off, so that's why it's perfect for him. He gets the off day, and then he gets the one off today, and now he'll throw two days in a row. So does he go two on two off? For a certain amount of days, then he flips one. I think we do that like six days from now. It's a thought out plan. I don't have to memorize it because it's all on paper. Um, but yeah, it is two off because he gets the off day, and he never starts the low day. That is hilarious. Kyle Shanahan not having to remember it because he just writes it down. It very much reminds me of Jim Harbaugh saying that he wore the exact same outfit every day because he didn't want to waste time deciding what he was going to wear. Like Kyle only has so much room in his mind palace, damn it. And he doesn't need to remember things that he could just write down. I just, that just struck me as funny, but that is the throwing schedule for Brock two days on, two days off, at least for now. And we know sort of as he goes along in training camp, that's going to change because he is essentially sort of completing the last part of his rehab in training camp. Moving on, run game coordinator Chris Forster said something last week that really caught my eye about third round running back Ty Davis Price. He gave a pretty shocking answer on what he needed to improve on. Here's Forrester from last week. You know, the whole process, learning how to be a professional, learning how to come to work every day and be the consistency factor. And he works very, very hard. He's a very hard worker uh, learning the offense. Sometimes you get behind the eight ball early. You just 
that doesn't all ever make sense through the course of the year and having a chance to sit back, relearn it in the off season, um, and then get back out there and apply it during the season can really be helpful. So he's he's really done a good job with that. Also, some of his running, open field running and things like that, just making the adjustment from college to the NFL. He's a good, hard, tough runner. But again, a little bit of the elusiveness, elusiveness hitting the holes with more consistency, like with speed and trusting, knowing what he's looking for, knowing what he sees and doing those things. It's all coming together for him. Again, we're, we're a couple practices in. Okay, so just a quick recap. Ty Davis-Price needs to get better at his knowledge of the system, hitting the holes, elusiveness, and running in the open field. That's a pretty extensive list. Although, on the good side, after yesterday's practice, Kyle Shanahan weighed in and said there's some good news on that front. He's taken a huge jump since last year. I mean, just the conditioning that he put in in phase one and two, what he did these 40 days away, just um, how good he was the first day we saw him in terms of his stamina, how he's running, understanding the offense, what we want out of him more. Uh, I thought he had a great OTAs, and he's come back, and he's even having a better training camp. Was he swimming a little bit in this system last year? Uh, yeah, I mean, lots of guys are when they get in. Um, just a different style, what we ask out of our guys, and it took him a little bit of time. And um, he was going to get an opportunity, though, early, um, especially when Elijah got hurt. But he got that high ankle sprain in week two, and then was out a month and um, just fell behind. That's obviously good news to hear. All offseason, we have been told that he was not in the doghouse the same way that Trey Sermon was with the 49ers, and it looks like that is the case. It's good news on Ty Davis-Price turning things around. It's also good news because apparently Jordan Mason has developed a little bit of a fumbling problem in camp. He's got a couple, had a couple yesterday. That's not good, Jordan. You got to get that straightened out. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Monday, Taylor Swift recently performed at Levi's Stadium. And while everybody in attendance may have been thrilled because she went on for like three and a half hours, the people around the stadium and the city itself probably weren't. You can read why if you click the link in the description of the episode. Kind of funny, but also not really a big problem for Taylor Swift. Her tickets, some tickets anyway, were selling for 46 thousand dollars each damn that's good work if you can get it one thing to watch three former 49ers were named semifinalists for the pro football hall of fame class of 2024 one is former running back roger craig and two a couple of coordinators you probably heard of mike holmgren and mike shanahan oh yeah that guy the next step in the process is a meeting scheduled for later in august to vote the list down to the finalists one thing you may have missed, two former 49ers are back with the team. First, Frank Gore. Remember when he wanted to get into scouting? Well, apparently that time is now because he actually signed a contract over the weekend to become a football advisor. He's been around the team this spring, and he's going to be working with the front office on player evaluation. John Lynch said in a statement, quote, he'll go out on the road with some of our road scouts to make school calls. He's a smart football mind, and we want to tap into it, and he wants to learn from us, so it's a good thing for everyone involved. Also, former safety Deshaun Goldson is working with the secondary as part of this year's Bill Walsh NFL Diversity Coaching Fellows. That's a wrap on today's 49ers in 5. Please rate, review, and follow the Gold Standard Podcast Network. Also, be sure to check out our new website, goldstandardniners.com, for more on these stories and everything interesting happening in 49ers land. Enjoy your Monday, everybody. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow.